Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And today we're joined by a very special guest. Uh, and that person is Savannah Engel. Hey and y'all. Savannah does like 20 things. <laughs> I know. We might let Savannah take the mic and I, explain what you she does. You tell us what you do. I'll tell you what I I'll do. I'll do a so terrible job at it. I do fashion PR. I do celebrity VIP placement for fashion. I do event production. I do it all. Hire me. Pay me money. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also have a creative branding agency where we work with emerging musicians in the hate. But yeah, we have rappers. So that's what I do. Yeah, we're so excited to have you here because Danielle Prescott, our excellent guest from the sexting episode, if you, our listeners remember, um, introduced us way Danielle back. is one of my very best friends and I love her dearly. I'm, she's taking an Instagram story break for Lent and I'm already like really missing it. <gasps> oh, like I, I really I got, feel like I've lost a part of myself. Yeah, like I got very addicted to her Instagram Me stories. Me too. Yeah. And was like re-watching it's, them and do, doing the finger drag pause thing. So I, I literally like, can't everything. go to bed without it. Yeah. I have to watch them and she's yeah. the last thing I see at night. Yeah, Did you hear that, Danielle? The last <laughs> things I see at night. It's very like, I feel like it's like... I feel a little creepy about it because I've only met her the one time and now I'm like a legit... I mean, I guess she's a social media human, so it's probably not creepy to her that people watch her social media, but yeah. you know. I mean, I creep on it too. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's great. impossible not to creep yeah. on it. I creep yeah. on everyone. She it's lives bad. the New York life that I thought I would be living when I was like a teenager and watching TV shows and movies about New York. <laughs> she also made me feel really good about it. She was like, just go on all the dates. Just yeah, get out there. Totally. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which relates um, to our theme today. Yeah, our theme today. So let's just run down the episode. Listeners, thank you for joining us. Thank you for all your fun emails. Thank you for all your love. Um, we are going to have a theme today, as we always do. And it is dating multiple people. At once. At once. Not like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be dating people. Well, you know, you guys will see the title before you hear yeah, this. So you'll know like what we decided. one word... Yeah. synonym for that but it's a thing that we're doing it's a thing that obviously i'm doing right now um Hotation. yeah from uh, hotation 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 yeah. hotation is a wonderful way to explain that yeah, yeah. right Do really brilliant. if you're just joining us we are going to talk about date number 19 today yeah date number 19 um every week liza sends me on a date um this week i kind of sent myself on one i, I do know nothing about it yeah that's true so I'm we'll psyched. get into that but first as always we want to hear savannah's worst first date all right, y'all. So my worst first date. So it's funny. It's it's not uh, the male that was the problem in the first date. It was actually me. Quite <laughs> oh my the God, winner. I love these stories. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was embarrassing. So set the scene. Okay, y'all. So it's I went to SMU. I had a great time, but I'm not gonna lie. We drank a lot there. It was a fun time. I'm like fresh out of my SMU career. I like to consider my college life my career. Anyway. <laughs> And so I'm fresh out of that career, and I moved to New York, and I have a brand new job. I'm, like, PR assistant at Michael Kors before we, like, went public, and I, so it's, like, real fun and chill and funny. Anyway, so I'm, like, fresh into the city, just got my brown hair back, you know, done <laughs> with the bleach blonde. I've gained a little bit of weight, so my boobs are a little bit bigger, but my nose job looks awesome because it finally went down. So things are happening. Anyway, so it's 22. So imagine us when we're all like 22 in the city. We get so excited about dates because like nobody really goes on dates in college. We're too drunk of attorney and sorority brownies. Never. No. 
So we go and I get, I meet, of course, at a class, like I meet a boy at like, oh God, where were we? Lord. I don't remember where it was, but it was like a late on a Saturday night and some boy was like, you're cute. And I was like, you're cute. And he got my number, text me. We go on a Thursday night date. All right. Thursday night dates were key because this is back in the day where you could still drink all night and then make it to work and mm-hmm. give a presentation. And everything was great because there were, you didn't get hangovers like you do now. Yeah. R.I.P. Thursday in our night 30s. drinking. Yeah. I am in my 30s. Um, maybe take that out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about we're about ninety to be. days away yeah. from God my thirty, so it's not um, the best. All right, so obviously my first date, I choose. So I lived used to live on Downing Street, and I choose Village Tavern. First of all, it's an excellent establishment. Yes. This is back in the day, like no matter what, you knew you'd find somebody there. They serve Budweisers for four to five dollars. A little expensive. <laughs> they always have something going on. There's always great tunes happening. It's fun. It's yeah. awesome. It's a good first date place. Mm-hmm. So we get there early enough before it gets really crazy on a Thursday night. And I'm like, okay, this is great. I can have a Budweiser here. I can, you know, and I, and this guy, like, I also have a type. You know, I love a good pair of pleated khakis. They make me weak in the knees. I can't <laughs> Wait, help it. can you say pleated khakis? Pleated khakis. Oh, oh my gosh. I can't help it. Can you also like a, just tell everyone where you're from? Because I feel like <laughs> if I was listening, I would be like, where is this magical oh, unicorn from? Y'all, I am from the Delta of Mississippi. Oh, God. If the Delta is listening... Turn off. Jan Ingle, turn off. Oh, my God. Um, is that your mom? <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. such an angel. She's so sweet. <laughs> She'd be horrified. Yeah. Um, So, we're there. It's like a great bar to watch football and stuff. And I remember it was like Ole Miss basketball or something's going on. I'm a diehard Ole Miss fan, even though I went to SMU. Whatever. So, we're there. I'm like, first of all, I prepped for the date. I got my spray tan done. Went to Palm Beach tan, you know. Throwing <laughs> oh in a little. God. Maybe it could be a sponsor someday. Oh, my God. If only. <laughs> that would Definitely. Be. Because look at me. No, I mean, I'm ditto. The, ditto I'm the person. Y'all, and like, this is like when, before dry bar. So, I literally go get my hair blown out this little place on Carmine Street. Get I've got like my hot John Bonet curls going. I'm <laughs> oh looking <my> good. <laughs> I'm looking fly. I've got a spray tan. I finally got my pedicure done. Lord knows I hate it when people touch my feet. I got my eyebrows done. I have my new eyelash extensions from thirty you know, I'm just looking good. And so we shot my village tavern for our pre drink before dinner because originally I never choose any space that was away from my two block radius. Not because I was a woman of the night. But mainly because I was lazy. Yeah. Just yeah. genuinely didn't. If First of all, it's basketball season. It's cold as hell. Mm-hmm. So I just physically couldn't go farther than two to three blocks. Well, if you live in the West Village, like, you don't need to. I mean, people should come to. to you. That was like you Black when Blue Village. Room Bakery was there and the fried yeah. chicken. Like, everything was there. So this is back when Sav was drinking a lot more of the brown water, which <laughs> was a great time in my life. And it's back when I used to get drink a lot. Uh, but you know, you always forget when you've decided to live off Adderall or Ritalin all day and forget to eat and you're just had about six coffees. So <laughs> needless to say, not only is your heart exploding, but you will get a little drunker than you expected. Yep. So <laughs> I decided when we got to the bar, so we're like chatting, we're having fun, we're flirting. I'm like touching his hand. He's like touching my leg. It's like, okay, we're digging. Yeah. This is good. This is it. And he's like a Yankee, so he's like, oh, look at this southern little unicorn. No, no, no. He does no idea of a psycho. Anyway. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, so we just had to start. I was like, you know what? Let's just, come on, let's just hit the shit up. Let's just get a little rowdy. Let's start taking shots. So we start taking shots of Makers, which these girls are kindly feeding me oh, right We are now. drinking oh my Makers. My, my favorite my and my too. poison as well. Oh, it's the best thing in the world. Good Lord. So... We decided to start hanging. Now we've had about five tequila, five whiskey shots in a span of 30 minutes, which if 
you do the math, that's not looking too good on mm-hmm. your side. So we're we're a little drunk. It's fun, whatever. We're like, okay, let's go to the next spot. And originally we we're gonna go be fancy at dinner, but we were like, let's go watch the Ole Miss game. Let's go do this. I can't even tell you who they were playing. So we go to another sports bar, and they have incredible wings there. Well, needless to say, we start drinking more. We're Sorry, drinking a Wait, lot. Where? Well, pretty geez. sure we went. Yes, well, these are my favorite wings. <laughs> we got in that more. area. Well, we got we'll get delivered to my apartment the other night. Which they're is in fried, Chelsea. We were like, <laughs> no, all right. Their fried pickles are incredible. Are they good? Mm-hmm. I don't have them, but I love they're their They're great. Pickles. And they have good ranch. I love their uh, uh, waffle fries with cheese. Oh, yeah. I love them. They're so, so good. good. I always judge an establishment based on their ranch. I know that, that is not how I should judge an, judge <laughs> an establishment, but it's a thing. Yeah. Anyway, so we're Wogies, and this is back in the day Wogies used to have this, like, level of wings. I don't even know if they still have it there. Oh, good Lord. I haven't been in a minute, but we ordered them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I there's, love, like, four I've levels, done that seamless order, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yep, you're mine. Totally. <laughs> Postmated the hell out of that. Yeah, for all our listeners in New York, actually a fun, I don't know about first date spot, but yeah, I guess yeah, so. it's fun. Wogies. Yeah. Well, it used to be across the fiddlesticks. Used to be, is that oh, still I bet that's still I there. Oh, Ooh, this is Lord. taking me back. Yes, yeah. so if you are in your 20s, y'all get up on that Greenwich Street or Greenwich Ave. What is it? Greenwich Ave. Greenwich Ave. Yeah. Get on down there, it's y'all. It's so good. Fiddlesticks had a C rating for like five years. Oh, C rating nasty. is the worst uh, health health department rating you can get if you're in New York. Like the restaurants all get an A, a B, or a C. And it's they have to post it in their window. And Fiddlesticks had a C for five, like literally five years, and I still went there. I still oh, went there all every, the time. Uh, you were, will run into someone you've hooked up with. Oh man. Okay. All anyway, my Botox. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> give me an emotion. I also, <laughs> I love the transparency here. Can I just chime in? Thank you for no, all the honesty. No problem. We love again. that here. Yes. Thanks. I'm gonna have another sip, so it can be more. Honest. Amazing. Yep. Of we are definitely drinking brown it's water. Nighttime. What do we call? It? What is we brown, brown water? Baby. Brown water. Oh, yeah, brown yeah. water. And summertime, we'd be drinking the pink water. It's very nice. Mm. Okay, y'all. So. Okay, now we're at Wokey's, and this is, we are just, like, getting drunk. I've, like, yelled at them to put on the SEC basketball game. They're like, nobody cares about SEC basketball. I was like, you know what? We're going to get wings. He was like, yeah, and I'm, like, thinking I'm about us. And I'm also, like, not rationally thinking because I'm wasted. So I was like, let's do the super spicy wings. And it's like, here's an option. There's, like, a six-piece wing platter where you get some, like, first of all, I shamed them because they weren't going to give me ranch with the wings. They were going to give me blue cheese, which was fucked up. Anyway, so that we've, uh, once he got past that, he was terrified at that point. <laughs> uh, poor date. Poor guy. I mean, terrified. Little Yankee, little waspy New Yorker couldn't <laughs> help himself. Just like, what is this being or creature? There was this beautiful offering of a 24-piece wing tower. <gasps> it was the tower oh of all towers. It's where dreams are built, you know? Oh, my God. I want so, that right now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's good. So I ordered that naturally. I was like, we can do this. Well, shit. I mean, at this point, the booze is really, really hitting me. And I'm, I mean, as cool as I think I am, I'm never one to, like, vomit everywhere or anything. But, I, you know, I, the darkness hits. <laughs> there's, you look into my eyes and it's like, oh. Totally. There's, there's or, like, nothing. that moment where, like, you're sitting still and everything starts moving. You know, like, that's always the moment where I know I'm in trouble. When I'm, like, still and talking about whatever and then the room just subtly is, like, shh. Like, yeah, it just like, rotates a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is it in Harry Potter where they looked into it and then they froze? So I don't remember. Oh, anyway. like into oh. the pool thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, was, yeah. I oh, the pensive. Thank I, you. Yes. <laughs> randomly just watched That's Harry kind Potter, of what happened, my the hair. fourth Harry Potter the other night, like crazy stone. <laughs> I was on HBO going, I was like, I'm going to oh, watch yeah, this. Yeah. They have all of them on there now. It's incredible. It was amazing. It they was, do? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's very nice. It was a like, weird late night ooh. pick of me not being able to sleep and being really high. It's like high. my Sunday like, go-to move. Oh, it's so great. 
It's wonderful. Anyway, so I'm fucked up. And so uh, I was like trying to eat him. And I sort of got to ate a few and like tried to make out with this boy. And he was being nice. So he was like awkwardly tried to kiss me, but obviously I wanted nothing to do with my face. <laughs> well, y'all, then I accidentally, I don't know what happened. I like my, el- you know how you're like sitting, but sometimes you lose place of what you're doing. I awkwardly, I guess, lost balance with my arms, fell directly. Like, it was a high chair. It was one of those at the bar. Fell directly into the wings, knocked the wings off, fell straight back onto the floor. Oh, my God. Y'all, I had a sassy, like, little cute white, like, going out top on all over me. Oh, my God. All over me. Oh, man. Thank, now that's fine, because, like, I laughed, hooting, hollered, and, like, he thought it was funny, because at this point, he already knows, like, my personality is what and then he's like okay she's kind of insane so it's fine so we're laughing everything's cool i'm covered in wings they're all over my face and it's in my hair but it's like funny now because thank god he's drunk too Mm -hmm. well at that point we started drinking red wine we ordered nachos i totally blacked out and lost use of my legs (laughs) and at this point i've also spilled two glasses of red vino on me you know, the cab. Oh, girl. Um, So, he has to, you know, this is all hearsay. Um, <laughs> A.K.A. the bouncer of Wokey's told me. <laughs> I guess I lost movement of my lower extremities, and he decided, he had a fireman carry me out. <laughs> Your date or my date, the bouncer? My, oh, my drunk-ass date. Whoa. Fireman carry me out like this. Oh, my like God. Limp, limp body. You know, the whole thing. I'm sure I was trying to pet his face or something weird. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, not only that, now we're down to Jowning Street, finally, we're at my apartment. And so, he somehow, like, finds my keys, knows what apartment I'm in. I guess I'm, like, speaking at some point. I have to be speaking. Mm-hmm. Let's me in. Now, I, I remember it very differently than how I think it truly happened. So, I remember giving him a hug, thank you for the great date, and going to bed. But I think what actually happened was me saying, I want to drink more because there's vague memories of me going to the fridge and grabbing a bottle of vodka for my roommate, Liz Franco. And (laughs) (laughs) I vaguely remember grabbing that, and then I woke up in my cheerleading uniform from high school. First of all, you asked, why do I have my cheerleading uniform in New York? Well, there are theme parties, okay? I'm coming fresh out of college. (laughs) I woke up in the fiddle position with my fully clothed coat still on and shoes on, which were really cute heels. Uh, in the middle of my apartment with all the lights on and Garth Brooks blaring um, with the refrigerator, freezer open, and I was covered in wine and uh, still wing sauce. <laughs> and needless to say, I, I was upset that he was not on the floor with me. I was like, how dare he? <laughs> I mean, oh my God. who would have thought? Me not fully remember my entire night, but I was like... <laughs> Just because I was blackout doesn't mean I wasn't charming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's getting saved, that line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. Also, yeah. that could be your one-line so, Tinder bio. You oh, know? yeah, that's it, we, right? We're always trying to, like, yeah. do one-line Tinder bio. Tinder bio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Always, but we did for a while. So, literally, I, um, yeah, I saw, I, I got a text the next day. This is the last time I heard from this boy. and I, You I, got a text the next day. Okay. Yeah, but it, I guess oh, all it said uh-oh. was, are you okay? <laughs> oh my god listen and i go yes i'm okay he goes okay that's all i got oh that's all I my remember. god that's amazing <laughs> that, okay that's yeah so that's my like 
terror story. And you were and 22. I have that's my thing. I mean, thing. I might have been 23. I, used, I might have fibbed a little but bit. No, that's either fine. way. I, I mean, just, we like, were children. It's like they the, let children loose in New York. They did. You've they. only been in college. You've been you in don't this, like, have controlled homework. environment. You have every night free. You have money for the first time in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, money. It's play money. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. So many of the best worst first date stories we've heard are just like rampantly alcohol fueled. Like those Always. are all my all my favorites. Oh my god, Queen. I thank God I didn't take a Xanax. Good lord. My date was last night that we're gonna talk about. Oh my god, I can't wait. And we did not even get that drunk. Um but yeah. I just it's, the bar. T- there yeah. were sh- there was a shot at the end, and still this morning I was still like, I don't feel great Dude, after three drinks and a shot. It's, it's any kind of combination of no dinner and shots is a like direct line to me puking. Every yeah, time I've puked, it's a com- It's every single time with no exceptions. It's a combination of no dinner and shots. Well, there's kind of a beauty of it because you know the only time I'm taking shots is because I get excited. I get really mm-hmm. excited, and I'm like, let's take shots. Yeah. You know? And totally. it's not because that's or, not the sane response. It's yeah. not the correct response. It's excitement. Totally. Yeah. Or someone else is there who's like, let's take shots, and nobody wants to be the person to be like, I don't, no. you know. I'm I will gonna. always take the fucking shot. Or you know He's the bartender, will. or the bartender's just cool, Timmy's and like, you're taking cool. a shot I love for me. Shot. Yeah. I can't I, stop it. I try to quit them. <laughs> like, I can't. No. Yeah, that's okay. almost up right now. <sighs> All right. We can, we can do this. So Liza doesn't know about this date. Savannah doesn't either. Um... So we'll just play the tax cap confession. Amazing. And pour another drink, because I know that we'll add this in later. Okay, so I just got back from my date, and Liza doesn't know this, but it was in fact a setup from a friend outside the pod. So, sorry guys, we're changing the game when it gets desperate. But basically, I'm a little bit tipsy from an excellent bar that's brand new in Greenpoint that we're going to talk about on the pod. But yeah... Overall, like, I have met this person before. He's a friend of a friend. He was so nice and open and honest and cool about dating. And, like, we got to talk about things because he knew about the podcast before going in, which was so nice. And they had a bunch of tequila and actually just opened an email from our guest, Savannah, about how she likes tequila, too. So I feel very pro in all the ways. And I will talk to you so soon. Overall, thumbs up. Bye. Oh, okay. That's nice. I will immediately want to know who set you up. Will you tell me who or is I it a can. Okay. okay. So Savannah, these two friends of ours who are married actually, um, who I talk about a lot, her name is Kimmy as well and his name is Evan and it's totally fine to shout them out. Their friend, John, it's one of his friends. So I've met this guy one time in my life for like with a group really, really briefly. But on Monday- They're the hippest crew of people. They they're are like, very hip. They're like they very Brooklyn and cool. Very yes. Brooklyn. They uh, all have cool. amazingly beautiful so arm of, tattoos and like. But are like very, very successful. They're, like, they're the like, best crew of people. Yeah. Damn it. Every time I'm around them, they're, I leave and I'm like, I'm going to get a half sleeve. <laughs> you know? Like, that's like, going to do that's it. Gonna do it. That's going to complete <laughs> my life. My and I will be cool. Yeah. Well, I went over to hang out with them on like the Monday that felt like Sunday this week because mm-hmm. we're recording this ahead of time, guys, and it's what? Pre- what was it, President's Day? Oh, my God. It was definitely President's Day. Yes. So I was just like, fuck. I got ditched for a date by a terrible human. And then Kimmy was like, oh, you know what? John's friend said he would do it, which I'm not even sure if he did, but he had heard about it and was yeah. kind of open to it. Um. So, yeah, he agreed. He was such a good communicator and, like, willing to come to Greenpoint. And we went to this brand new place called Grand Republic Cocktail Club. How many dicks? Five out of five. Amazing. Seriously, for these reasons. Okay. So, it's next to the the restaurant 21 Greenpoint, which some of you listeners, if you don't live in Greenpoint, might know because Bill Murray bartended there. It's opening weekend because his son owns it. It's really good drinks, really good decor, like really great bartenders, like a weird 
dude came in drunk off the street at one point and so they were all like you guys are fine give us a tequila shot at the end like it's my new favorite neighborhood bar and i've been there once but it's amazing the dig was also honestly we should go because maybe the bartender will be there and she was awesome i look so disgusting i'm embarrassed it doesn't it wasn't like that it's like trendy inside but you don't it's fucking green point like let's be real um but it was interesting because this dude knew about the podcast which is like yeah with the whole theme of dating multiple people at once, which we'll talk about in a second, like, it was just, like, I didn't have to worry about that, like, weird thing, which, yeah, yeah has been weird. So. Totally. So, what does he do? He works for a major sports, uh, a sport, for a sport, for you know a what sport. I mean? For a sport. I don't know how to say sporting. Sporting. That's nice. Baseball. 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 Mm, that's okay. Chic. I like so, it. That's I like nice. I conscious. <laughs> So, and he works with the friend who, like, set it up. And it was just weird because he knows about the podcast because we got to talk about... Totally. How... Well, did it come up in the date, like, pretty quickly? Oh, yeah. He right. said, he's like, I have lots of questions. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> um, which I appreciated. He Wait, has, like, what really date good. is this? Number 19? 19. 19. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, he was an excellent date. He was super polite. But it was just an interesting thing to be able to just talk about the podcast. Yeah. Talk about myself. And then also talk about, like... He was totally comfortable telling me about, like, his weird experiences on apps. And, like, he had a girlfriend from an app for a while. And Interesting. Just, like, he – things you would not say on a normal first date okay. we were talking about. Because you wouldn't, like, mention people you've been dating recently. Yeah, but there's a layer of, like, of like nonsense that's stripped away because he knows you're dating other people. He knows you're, like, yeah. doing this whole thing. He knows it's going to be talked about. Yeah, and, and he was definitely like, still taking it seriously. Like, I got yeah. a really nice text right after. And just really good communication about, like, this is when I'll be there, but don't feel – like, I just all, – all great things. And because – and he really wanted to pay, but I insisted because we can write it off. Wait, you insisted? Well, what only, is wrong only with because he, <laughs> I never would, Savannah. Oh, I my agree. God. You don't even break it. You, like – you don't even do the pretend, let me reach my wallet. You are a woman, and yes, it time is up. But <laughs> you are a fucking woman, and he can be a gentleman. Wait. Good Lord. Stand in front of the door till he opens it. Sorry, I agree. <laughs> and I agree. I agree. And we've talked about this in the pod before. It was only because I kind of was like, can you do this tomorrow night? Because we're recording on Wednesday. And it's our business card. I took him out and we Y'all have a business off. card? Yeah. yeah. For our, our production. Thank you for the whiskey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Actually, no, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Never no, feel badly. He's a date. He is a man. Yeah. He really wanted to. It took some pushing and I think no. the bartender's less shot for me. And Disapprove. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, Savannah, I want you to be my mom. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but no, I think that, I think that like it's, I think it's a power move as like 2018 ladies, especially since we're literally talking about this on a podcast. Fair. Look, <laughs> to be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a Southern this. debutante. I'm from Mississippi. I'm a different kind of world. Though. No, but I, I blame it on that. No, but I think I feel the same way too. Okay, here's what I and I was talking about this recently. I feel like the asker should pay for the date, and sometimes it's the lady, and sometimes it's the gentleman, but mostly like it's the dude, and he should pay. And it always makes me really happy when he insists on paying. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm so old school with that. I think I'm so old school. I don't think you no, are. I should actually de- pull our totally. listeners. It's a debate we have a lot. Because yeah, I feel even like, like I've been in a relationship for like four years. And I still feel a little like, you should pay. Well, yeah. And also, yeah. you know, but the thing is, is like, he shouldn't. And if he did that all the time, he would be paying for ev- It's like we're, we buy everything together. 
<laughs> so nodding. nodding like, like yeah, yeah that's correct but it's like you know he doesn't need to be paying for it. like we should split like the toilet paper and you know it's like stuff like that where you know fair, like fair, you become fair. roommates totally it's like no we fully fair. are roommates and it's like we have a shared credit card and like most stuff goes on that but there are moments where i'm like like we just had you know valentine's day lunch and he had just bought me like a nice present like bought me dinner th- a really nice dinner the night before and you know I was like, it was Valentine's Day lunch, and we like split it. But I was still a little like, you should night. pay. And you went to, wait. When and did you go to Grammar's Tavern? Like for lunch that? on? No, we went to Grammar's Tavern for lunch on Valentine's Day. Yummy. For, it was good. It was fine. I just thought of you because uh, my therapist is right there, and I realized on Valentine's Day I had like noon. Oh my I had, god! Like, lunch time therapy. Hi. New therapist. Oh, she, this is a funny fight with my. We used great. to have the same therapist. That's almost almost. We were already friends. We didn't know this. It's almost how we like started our whole production company and everything. Wait. Y'all, can I just point out that maybe I'm a little fucked up because I literally, I mean, I was so poor in fashion and I still am in fashion. I'm still poor. It's called luxury, but poverty. And, um, I always, I look, I have a type. I love a good banker. I told you, weak in the knees, a good play, pair of pleated khakis. Yeah. Can't help it. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, okay, you're. Like, why should yeah. I be paying? That's fair, too. I, and I'm, I'm Southern, y'all. I was taught my entire life that a man should always pay. You should always open yeah. up. Like, that is just the way we were raised. No. I mean, I am from Connecticut, which is literally the most Yankee. But I f- have these twinges, too. And especially because, yeah, my especially boyfriend's in tech. Is in and he I has banker. way more money than me. You yeah. know? Right? He's not an it's iBanker, like, but he's a dance. programmer, which See, is like his. It's, like, it's He's different than me. But, right. like, where I'm from in the South, it's a bunch of, like, like my guy friends are, like, good old boys. They're fun. They're great. You know, they, they I mean, I, like, sneeze, and they already have a tissue up there. It's just no. so different in the deep South. Yeah. We were you know? on a movie for a month. We have listeners all over, so tell us. Because I think it is different yeah, you guys, in certain parts of the country. A, shameless, like, join the secret Facebook group, whatever. But I'm going to start a thread in the secret Facebook group the day this episode comes out. Just be like, what do you think about paying, splitting the check? Because also, okay, Savannah, do you ever like to treat someone? Because no, I, I mean, yes. I mean, look, here's the thing: when I treat somebody, it's because it's a thank you or something like that. But I'm sorry, it's just it, when you're told your entire life by everyone. I mean, maybe I'm just like so screwed up. No, 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 you're no. not. And it's, like, it's nice. And I, I, I we always not, talk about like being a feminist, right. but also like it was really I am nice a in Georgia, exactly. But at the like, same time, I'm like, it's nice when treat guys me right because I deserve this. And so. like, guys don't have to birth babies. Like, guys don't have to deal with no. birth control they or make tampons more money or periods. They make more money <laughs> than us. They make actually more money. Yeah. It, we get the same job and they still make money. Right. That, that's where. That's always my argument. It's tricky. I mean, I feel like the paying thing is continually tricky. I still feel like. I okay, so here's the thing. Recently, Jeff and I had this conversation where he was he loved like Jeff could retire tomorrow and he would be his happiest self. I couldn't, I would be bored, I would be Same. out of my mind. I need work, I need to have passion, I need to like be like really engaged in the things I'm doing. I'm the same way. I yeah. Feel like. But he I literally could retire yeah. tomorrow, read, write, go to like his exercise classes and take walks and listen to podcasts and he would be thrilled. So we were talking and he was like, if you ever get super, super rich, I would love to be your like sugar baby and I'll take care of the house and I'll go to the grocery store and I'll do the laundry and I'll be your sugar baby and whatever. And I was like, I would love that. I would love to have like the opposite (laughs) tradition. Like I would... Only if I had enough money. I, mean, I would love to be able to come like home an and be like, situation. everything at home is taken care of. Yeah. I worked at something I care about all day. I mean, 
this is literally impossible because lol because he makes more money than I'll ever make. Hey guys, rate, subscribe, review. <laughs> yeah, like, but like literally. No, here's the thing. Like, obviously, if we're boss bitches, that'd be incredible. And it's not that we're not striving to be boss bitches or that we want. No, we be all boss have bitches. a major hustle. I want to be a boss bitch. I would love for my fa- my husband or lover, or baby daddy, to be a stay at home dad. Oh yeah. yeah. But I'd also like the same thing. You know, I don't know. It's very confusing because you have these, like, women are incredible. We're awesome. And we're, we really are boss bitch. And we take the hustle. And we have an opportunity now where we are that things are opening up to us that haven't. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's a st- still a struggle. doesn't matter that it's 2018, you know. But at the same time, in my, in my weird fucked up psyche. I'm sorry, Mom. I cursed. But in my weird psyche, I am like conditioned to view the man as paying being the bear kind of like the take care like I, I think it's a condition well we talk well, about this all the time that we are we are a generation that is like straddling two worlds there's like the old worlds of men being of like traditional male and, and female roles and there's the new world that we are, are I think going into where things are more like equal totally and we are the bridge <laughs> so we, yeah. it's on us to really figure out a lot of things and make a lot of decisions about what we want, what we want for our futures, what we want for our, you know, like it's very, we are like a guinea pigs. I almost, this is going to be such a strong, Kimmy's making a segue to the theme, but I want to bring up a housekeeping about another double standard about like dating other people and having people know. Totally. When you're a woman versus a man. Totally. So I'll make a terrible segue, but only because at first I, I, you'll see in a second, basically someone like dissented from participating after two dates because they found the podcast an hour before I joined them. I was going to join them. Sorry. I don't really know. I'd like starve myself all day, but it's, <laughs> he had every right to have like find it and be really kind about it, but be like, I can't. But the reasoning was different than like we thought it was going to be. Because people have found the podcast before, and we've been on multiple dates, and they're okay with it. So this was a, a totally valid, an hour, an hour and 20 minutes before dinner, he was like, hey there, so just did some standard Google searching and came across the podcast. First off, it's very, very well done. Second, thanks for the kind words. And then he said, but I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this. I know that it's normal to date multiple people, and we've only been on two dates, but I don't think it's healthy for me to see someone when I can hear them talk about other dates, etc." Which is fucking valid. I respect that. I do yeah. too. Because like I would totally listen. Yeah. Which sucks. Like this is what we said totally. at the beginning. Like I'm gonna – it is normal to like date multiple people. It, it Yeah. It's – I mean it's it, tricky. It made me feel really, really guilty. I sent a very – I actually sent two apologies because I felt, felt so badly. But I could see – I just felt like I – maybe I need to like say it a little bit sooner. Maybe I need to say it after the first date. Wait. Do you tell them? See, I don't understand. No. So for the first date, we have not unless they know. We have a third date rule. We have a third date rule. Because usually third date rule means sex, but But our third date rule is is different. So I was going to actually tell him that night, and that's not a lie, but um, yeah, and our first two dates had been like our first date, which was awesome, and then like a day date, which got, so it wasn't like, yeah. So I don't know. I still, I had a conundrum. I texted lies about this. I was like, are we doing something bad? Did you actually like him? I did. I Do you feel like you're kind of – what if you found somebody on these dates Mm -hmm. that you really cared about? Yeah. Like, what would you do? Has anybody ever asked this? Sorry if it's already been asked. No, you have. I think it's good to keep restating. What's 
what what happens? I mean, dude, I mean, it is very, like, it makes the guy in a vulnerable position. I know. Which you is know? like. So what would you do? We recruit someone else. And. To go on the date? To be would... in my place. Like, I will quit. I will quit because this is genuine. We're not trying to, like, so, just get the story, you know? Well, so with this dude, um, were you like, hey, man, I actually really like you? I was like. Or were you like, fuck it? <laughs> no, I was definitely not like, fuck Sorry. it. But I was like, I was so apologetic and like I was going to tell you tonight I know that doesn't count and like this has only happened like this time and another time which is a testament to you and how much like I liked you because yeah like but there is there's someone I've hung out with more than this many times there are two people one we don't really hang out anymore but the other one we still do and I haven't slept with any of these guys none of them not a single one I love I mean I kind of love that yeah and I also but I I think you know, you can only control your emotions so much. We're females. Right. We we do think with our emotions. I yeah. hate saying it. Men think with their dicks, and we think with our emotions. No, it's not about thing. It's our power. It's our, I think yeah. it's totally our power is like what makes us and it just makes us empathetic. It's what makes us yeah. powerful and stuff. But like, what if? No. What if you meet like the one on here or something? I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, you know. Already, there's like I think about that, but like seriously, yeah. like. Not, but I don't know the one that quickly. I definitely don't know the one after two dates. I know he was, like, a gem, and we had a lot in common, but I didn't feel like we had, like, yeah, long enough. I didn't think we had, like, like, I don't feel like I need to text him this week and be like, give me another chance. Yeah. Like, but don't you think sometimes you meet somebody and you immediately have a connection with them? Definitely. Yeah. And so I guess kind of experience that a couple times where you do have a really strong connection with someone. It's my problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, It's just a wonderful I, problem, I, by yeah. the way. Yeah. But I think that the – the thing about this whole thing is that the point from the beginning, our thesis statement of this podcast has always been like, we're trying to be more about, it's trying to be more about self-examination than right. about like, let's find Kimmy a, a boyfriend, boyfriend or something. You know, like right. it's but more about that. like, let's examine like dating habits, why it's hard, why it's hard to be vulnerable, why millennials are just like way more into like half relationships totally. or like fucking or whatever than actually like committing to each other. Like, let's like look at all of this. And I think that, like, the so the whole point is that if Kimmy gets to a point with someone where she's, like, I have strong feelings, I want to be exclusive with this person, like, this is someone who I want to be with. And they then, do, like, too, because it's we're New York done. and that takes a You know, yeah. like, we'll try to find someone else to, who's single who wants to date or to sub into this podcast. week by week. Or we'll take a break until we find someone who wants to or do talk it. about our themes. Like, but yeah. Kind of another beauty of it is I feel like I've learned so much about myself and what I want in life. Because I've like either seriously dated people or I've dated consistently. I mean, yeah. I'm not having sex with these people. I'm not hooking up with these people. But I'm I'm getting to know what I like. And let's be honest, how old are you coming? 29. Okay, so us at 22 is a, in 23 is totally a different person than we are at yes, 29 and 30 massively. and 31. Like I think that it's so important because if anything from these dates, you're gonna figure out what you really want and what you need. Yeah. And where you are celebrated the most. You know what I mean? That is the best point because it's been – I've always had a struggle with like – I've actually never dated multiple people at once really, really until this podcast. consistently, right. Because I literally have to. But I'm like – and I usually go for people who definitely treat me well, but like there's some way that it's never going to work out all the way. Right. So then I fall head over heels and spend – and we're going to have a half relationship episode, guys. It's coming. It's been requested. (laughs) We need to get there. But been in a lot of half relationships that last far too long. Like 
really long. I mean, haven't we all? Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. But it's, it's very New York, too. Yeah. But I have now been, like, and I just have to take it slow. Like, when someone treats me really nicely and then finds out about the podcast and still does and still is, like, I'm, like, just be open to when people like you don't shut down. That's, like, my biggest new lesson. I know. And I, I think that's so important because I think out of anything you're learning is that the fact that you're learning what makes you happy, who you are. You, you know, you said self-reflection. That's totally what this is. Yeah. I mean, you, she's going to know more about her, what her dating habits are, what she wants, and what's going to make her happy in life by the end of this. Yeah. Any of us that hope does. to know. I mean, I this already is, do. Can I tell you the douchiest thing that I've done today or maybe ever? I was talking on the phone to, like, one of my very best friends in the whole world since mm-hmm. forever about, like, a serious romantic crisis that's been ongoing. And I was like, look, I know how ridiculous I sound, but she's, like, beh- behind on the podcast. I was mm-hmm. like, you need to listen to my podcast, which is the t- most toolish thing I've ever said in the world. No, I don't think but that's toolish. But I was toolish. like, what you need to listen to – oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I no, just I didn't almost either. knocked Savannah's phone out of her hand. Spoiler. I was checking an email. I'm sorry. Honestly, like – You should. Small we're, business we've owner. We've been going long. <laughs> Can I, like, s- just tell the listeners, like, we're all drunk right now. Yeah. Yeah. We, okay. Sorry. We okay. I am hammered. We <laughs> it's so, fun. We've had episodes like But I, it's okay. <laughs> I was talking to her, and I was like, you need to listen, because Kimmy – I think Kimmy's journey of, like, realizing so much that, like, dating is insane and, and that all of the things that happen to you romantically almost never are about you. You know, no, I think it's a gift, and to be totally honest. It's a gift that I don't think a lot of people get to experience because they never really introspect, like, self – that's not the word. I'm drunk. Self-reflect. What's the word? Well, like, self-reflect. It is introspective. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, just – and just going on a lot of them. Just because now I'm just reminded that, like, they're, like, just, like, coffee dates with a networking – like, totally. you can't go into a first date being like, what's going to happen? But totally. I understand. I don't want any listener to feel like – because we've had listeners start to do their own, like, I'm on this date, which is yeah. the fucking best. Keep doing it. Um, <laughs> making us feel like we're making the world <laughs> 1% of – every percent of 1%. Every email we get that's like, I'm dating because of you guys makes literally, like, every – Every bad feeling I have about myself Absolutely. go away for a second, which I'm really grateful. Thank you, guys. I, I also think it's kind of crazy. I mean, I have dated people, and I've become friends from them. I've become work colleagues from them. Other things have happened. Mm. Like, it doesn't have to always be romantic. I mean, if you're the kind of person that doesn't hold grudges, like, so what if you're a dick? Let's do a dis- deal together. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit. That's like, true, Like, if we sure. can totally. figure out ways to be successful and make things happen and we have a creative bond, like, obviously our romantic bond didn't happen or, like, we weren't vibing with each other, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Let's figure out otherwise. It's kind of the beauty of dating in New York. I mean, look, I feel like sometimes men step on the sidewalk of New York City and they immediately get this thing where it's like, I will be fucked up. But, like, it's true. I like swear. A, like a tortured genius. Yeah, yeah. I swear. It's, it's it, like yeah. something that happens. They step on them. They're like, I shall treat girls this way. Guys, Manny's about to move in. So. Yeah, Manny's hey, about to take notice, Manny. <laughs> Manny's, like, the best. But, like, for example, I just met this one guy. I mean, this is so crazy and recent, y'all. Like, literally, he came out of nowhere. He's wonderful. He's handsome. He's kind. And in my fucked up brain, and he literally flew to London to meet me during London Fashion Week. Like, that's crazy. We met on Tuesday, and he's wonderful. And in my screwed up mind, what I'm doing is, like, I, I find anything wrong I can with him. Like, I, I'm a I'm masochist. And I feel like a lot of women yeah, I'm, and I'm men masoch- are masochists in New York because we try to protect ourselves from being vulnerable, being in love, being hurt, being cared for. And then... 
I don't know. It's like it's, uncool it's so to be weird. liked in the proper right. way. Right. I We're always s- look for bad things too. Totally. Like, but this. And then I'm like, Kimmy, totally. literally. Or this. then I think also the flip side happens, which you have, you fall for someone and you're willing to ignore all the bad things. Yeah. It's right. like one or the other. You right, look for them or you're like, oh my God, no. Totally. Mm-hmm. You get fucking addicted to the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Or I'm usually addicted the torture, to the torture. Or it's like the lack of care. Yes. For me, I'm such a narcissist. Yes. <laughs> and for me, I'm like a little bit of a narcissist, need the attention. You know what I mean? I've got the big personality stuff and like I have to have the attention. And for me, it's like take it away from me and I want it more. Have you dated multiple people at once? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. We're now on that topic. Thank God. <laughs> sorry about that, gang. We got yeah. a Manny lot of is making well, so many <laughs> eyebrows at our fucking drunk asses. Manny, <laughs> maybe have another cocktail, please, sir. <laughs> anyway. So, y'all, okay. Here's the thing about dating multiple people. I blame it on this. I like to think of myself, the narcissism comes up. A cute girl from Mississippi who's kind of got a good personality, has a lot of energy. It's great. That means I can go on lots of dates. Now, I'm not having sex with any of these people, and I'm not, like, sucking. I mean, I love a good make-out at the end of the day. Me too. But, like, you know, And if people want to fuck, you're totally welcome to. It just be all, we already talked about You know what I mean? I was dating different men all the time, and then I had this, or at least I used to, I don't know, but I used to have this thing where, like, I it's it's a vulnerability thing where like I can't give my full self to someone and when I do it's not that I give like half myself I give my full self to someone and it's hard for me to give my full self to someone without having at least two backups you know it's a thing just like 50% it's like let's do a let's make it a pie chart all right here's this positive here's this man here's the guy in yellow here's the guy in red a pie chart's key New York has 9 million people, y'all. I know this is wrong. And I know we're supposed to find the one and things. And I do believe in that. At the same time, when we're dating in New York, if you don't keep your options open, no. you might as well date your you fucking radiator. I'm looking at a radiator. Justified our sorry. podcast. Totally. And I fully, like, and as someone who is, like, super cheesy in love, I don't believe in the one. Not at all. I, I, I like I to because I'm an, I'm an idealist and I'm naive and I like and I don't think that there's you're always going to have that like bubbly feeling with somebody like a relationship is fucking work mm-hmm. and you gotta it's like a best friend you know blah 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 we always hear about this shit but like I think there's somewhat there's some a point at your life where you're like this is right yeah and this is right and until then, fuck that. You need to figure shit out. You need to talk to a bunch of different men, make yourself feel attractive. And women, I'm sorry, but women as New York, it's sometimes hard. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're surrounded by beautiful people. You're surrounded by oh tough God. industries. You're surrounded by crazy things. Is it not wrong to feel love and adoration from different people? No, and the right It's not people, like I'm like seriously dating and, one and cheating on the others. No. I'm just dating around. I'm just also, like saying yes to a few dates here. That's yeah. the positive thing. Like I was saying that we we bridge these two generations. That's the really positive thing, thing that we get to have that our grandmothers did not. No. It's like not we get all. to do what we want with our bodies, with our emotions, Absolutely. with everything. It's like we have the Absolutely. power to be like, I can do anything I want and my, you know, my mother, who came of age in the 70s, could kind of do that, but not really. It was a different time, even though she was like a broad, Even if it was, it was still a different time for whatever. women. It yeah. does not still matter different. how else you say it. It was a different time. Totally. And and <laughs> we're pouring another round. Guys, this is, is this our is drunkest episode ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm da, 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 sorry, da, da. No, it's great. It's Savannah's fault. Um, but like... When I think about my grandmother, who basically had to get married at twenty-one, those were also arranged. Seven in a weird way. children, like it's 
that this is the thing that makes us lucky is that we get mm-hmm. to be picky, you know? And also get to, that's what I, the segue I never made, that guys date multiple women in New York all the time. Yeah, but women and are outside of this, New York. Women are viewed degrading. For, to do right. That. So we're even the podcast, in a way that we're whores, like, we're sluts, whatever. Obviously, we're not. But why? That's just to this point. Why the fuck can women totally. not act the same as men? Why can I not? Yes, totally. I do. Still want the door open for me. At the same time, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking take over a promotion before you do, and I'm gonna cut like totally. you know. But also, Kimmy, who has said over and over, like she's she's going on dates with all these people, but she's like she has just chosen because it's not totally her thing to like not sleep with any of them yet. I love that. Like. Then, but but then some guy can fucking text her and say like, "Hey, I'm not comfortable with you going on dates with people." What she's doing is going to dinner and drinks with a bunch of different people. Literally, yeah. And like, it's and he had every right. But a guy he can opt out. Anybody wants to be considered a hero. Totally, and it's and this is what I even texted Kimmy. She was texting me that I was drunk in Vermont with no service, so I was sending very weird texts. But I was like, you know, it's his right. Everyone mm-hmm. has the right to say what they're comfortable with and what they're not. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I had just told him about the podcast first. I know, but you can't feel guilty about that, yeah. babe. I mean, that's your role. I was like, it's in and out. Yeah. And look, if you still think about him three weeks from now, hell, you could still text him and right. you could figure something out. Like, if you have this connection, that's the beauty. I mean, I think any guy, he probably felt the same connection with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're not, sometimes women, we think we're crazy and we're thinking these thoughts alone. If there is a proper connection, and I don't mean like a screwed up connection of does he like me, does he not, and I'm attracted no, to him I because like he's he fucking with my head. No, I feel like he was a little more head. into it maybe than I even was. Just right. My he's going to feel guilty. something. Yeah. And I think, you know, it was uh, in my therapy, in therapy, mm-hmm. my, my therapist is always like, you don't think that men have emotions. I don't. Oh, my I therapist them, is so sad that I me. view them differently. I view that men don't have the emotions, so they don't have the feelings, they don't have the, the thoughts that we have as women, and, and, and that's not true. And I'm oh, learning that now, but totally. men have feelings. Men no. have emotions. It's just sometimes they are taught not to show them. Bit. And they, they're they taught. I mean, you talk yeah. about us wanting to always be paid. They're taught to be manly yeah. and yes. misogynist. You know, they're taught that. and. And I still have a weird psyche that I'm, I'm, I've been working on for years. But, like, I, I don't think that men f- have feeling. But that's not the case. They do. They have emotions. They have feelings. They have hearts. They have souls. They have everything. Yeah. Men. They're just like us. Yeah. <laughs> just like, but, like, truly, it's just diff- a different set of totally. weird societal expectations. And also, guys, I know we're talking in super to the listeners. I don't know. <laughs> heteronormative terms. But even... Men and just like whatever gender you well, do or do I not fall also, under. And I always feelings. talk about it. I talk about it all the time. But Esther Perel's podcast, How so Should We Begin. Savannah, do you listen to this? No, it's amazing I? podcast. Oh, and yeah. you have okay, to. download it. Download I'll plug it, it again. Me. I have 3003 <laughs> is my password. In case anybody's wondering. Savannah just handed off her phone to Manny because we're literally so drunk that we can't <laughs> handle our phones. Will you please download it for a minute? So it's real life couples counseling sessions. And she no records them one time. Do and they like amazing. sign off on a release or yeah. something? That's incredible. And all anonymous, whatever, but it's so uh-huh. great. And she is so wise. She's like this amazing, like, Belgian woman with this amazing accent. She's, she's like, of course, probably beautiful. beautiful. But, you know, well, she's, like in her, she's probably in her 50s or 60s. She has a couple TED Talks that I'll send to you that are so great. Oh, my God. But she's, yes. like, one of those amazing, beautiful, like, European women where, like, you know, totally, like, looks her age, but is so hot still. You know right, how, like, Europeans right. can do that Americans can't? Um, so, <laughs> like, I, just, I don't know so any American true. women like that, except for, like, Meryl Streep. You know, but, like, so whatever. True. So, she talks to a lot of same-sex couples, and often there's one 
of those pair. I, I think it's natural. Oh, yeah, right? We're true. all a spectrum of like how uh, expressive we are emotionally. Yeah. So in any couple, Agree. there's one person who's more expressive than the other. A lot of times in a heterosexual couple, it tends to fall with like the woman being more emotionally expressive and the man being less because right. that's how we're socialized. Right, right. But in same-sex couples, the same thing happens because we're all different. We I all know. express and we're differently. we're all raised differently. We're raised in totally. different environments. Or different, totally. We never know how we're emotionally going to react totally. to something. And my boyfriend who is like – my boyfriend might be more emotionally expressive than me – it's not male or female. It's like say how you feel and just go ahead and, and be do honest it. and like yep. be truthful. And yeah, be I think I think trust. I think trust comes from that too. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's funny because I've been in a, you know a handful of relationships. That's a handful is generous. Two relationships and like a couple other like things. You know right. how you're in like things, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I ha- don't think I've ever trusted anyone except for like my immediate family. In a way that I've trusted him. Right. Mm-hmm. Because A, he cannot lie. Even when he's trying to surprise me or he has a present for whatever, I know him and I'm like, what the fuck is up with you? Because he, he's so bad at lying because he, he can't that. not. But yeah. it's like the the just saying how you feel. We talked about this last week. Just saying how you but feel is so powerful. And no one can do thing. it. I can't do it. And just say if you're dating multiple people. And I'm yep. going to just, I keep moving it back. But like just say, but then it's okay. Well, there's this weird, I mean, I think the same way with women and men and everything. There's an insecurity that come about that's like, why did you sleep with all those people? Why did you do those different things? Yeah. I'm sorry, we're a little off topic, but we're still on topic of no, dating other is. people. Like where, and why is it with women that, that like men are celebrated, us. obviously, mm-hmm. if they take down a lot of women. And women, I mean, this goes back way, way, I mean, to literally Greek and everything times. Like, we're talking very archaic back there. But, you know, why is it that if you look at any of, like, the goddess and god stories or anything, it's where the hierarchy is. It's how who and who had sex with that person, they made this god, and that's a bad god. A fallen woman. Totally. And, And then you look at Christianity from Constantinople. You know, I mean, what is it? We're going to look to Mary Magdalene, and then there's the goddess who was Mary, who was a virgin. That is ingrained in men's psyche for thousands and thousands Mm -hmm. and thousands of years, y'all. That is a century's age. Imagine men being taught. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's in their psyche and their brain when they're born. Well, I think it's also the whole thing of, like, men, (laughs) whatever, this is me being a drunk feminist. Get <laughs> ready. Yeah. Yeah. Drunk feminism Woo! corner. Can that be a new corner we have? Totally. Drunk feminism, drunk feminism with Liza and Kimmy. Do y'all watch Drunk History? Yeah. It's so yeah. Good. Oh my God, my this favorite. is quickly turning into drunk I history. I love that though. I love <laughs> so that. I'd like to repeat something. I'd like <laughs> to like, read a feminist document and give it drunk history. <laughs> oh my God, for sure. New podcast. Yes, there we go. Let's do it. Damn, you y'all. created it. I want to be involved and yeah. I want to be the first episode. Thank you. Perfect. But I think that forever... Okay, guys, I feel like I should be, like, um, you know, naked and, like, in a field while I'm giving this speech. But I think that forever uh, men have been a little bit afraid of, like, our power to create life. Like, we are these magical witches who get to create life. And in that, we get to know who, like, we get to know who our baby daddies are and they don't. And there's a lot of fear implicit in, like, the power we have. There's a lot of fear, which I get. It, it's it's a stressful and unequal 
balance of power and fear. Mm -hmm. So I think men taking it back has been them putting importance on virginity and owning the sexual That's the sexual power totally of the woman well, that they are with. Does that make any sense? Thing. It really does. Okay, totally I'm going to put my clothes back on like in the field. No, but it's true. <laughs> like, for example, okay, y'all, in college I had a lot of majors. I was. I was, a, <laughs> overlay, I had, was like a triple major with almost a fourth and a fifth major. Like, I was over, you know what I mean. Anyway, so I, one of mine, I studied the um, bonobos. Which are mm. eight. So I do you know about the banana yeah. monkeys? So I studied literally. I was studying chimpanzees' war organizational systems. Like I, I, I yeah. Anyway, so I and it compared it to warfaring. So whatever. The fact is, I studied bonobos, and the fascinating thing about bonobos is that the woman does run everything, mm. and it's a very masturbating culture. It's a very sexual oriented culture, but the woman runs everything. The fascinating thing is the woman is, and and you have to understand that primates are especially chimpanzees are 99%. The closest thing to that are bonobos who are physically built like us because they stand up. So they're okay. they're around, I, I don't know the exact percentage, but they're very similar in their psyche and their organizational systems are very similar to ours. Okay. So bonobos obviously have women as the forefront. The women run all the decisions. They choose who the male has sex with. They choose who has babies. They choose where that baby goes. They choose who's ostracized. They choose who's not. In a warfare, they don't, actually encourage war sex is used to um change opinions or calm down fights or calm down situations it's an incredible society that's solely run by a female enigmatic hierarchy yeah and you know look People are like, we're different monkeys, whatever. But like, we really are like primate. And you can study a lot of our, like, our band societies or everything. I don't know if you need to cut this out or not. No. I'm just mumbling. But I like, no, because we are, we're 99% close to chimpanzees, right? Right. That's a fact. And it's, it's fascinating and so we're, we're about bonobos. We're almost as close and to bonobos. It's almost like a perfect society in a way because they don't engage in warfare very often. If it is, it's, it's handled in a sexual or a female way. Like where the female decides what's going to happen, and it, it's it's one of the few cultures, and there are a few. Anyway, bonobos is a beautiful way to explain it, and that you see this almost perfect goddess-like society, like the Amazons, in a weird way, where yeah. women really are the leaders. Which I and in our society, I mean, I don't I don't know when it's going to happen, but hopefully, we do become the leaders again. I feel like there's a good chance that we we just need to have Savannah back on again because obviously we have a lot to talk about, but. I'm going to say, like, let's shout out all of our meats. Take our drunk asses out of the I microphone know. land. Good Lord. <laughs> no, I'm, like, solidly drunk. I am, too. Yeah, I am wasted, y'all. Here's what I think about – okay, we went on a diatribe. I'm just going to try to make a conclusion. Bring we, it back. <laughs> like, my adorable date from last night is going to be like, well, I listened to hear a lot about myself, and you did not talk about and me at you all. You went on, like, feminism. No, you just <laughs> – Liza just was like ovulating under the full moon. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, ladies. If you want to date a bunch of people, and no shade to the dude who called me out, because I have a motherfucking podcast about it. He is allowed to not want to be involved. He was classy. Anyone can feel Absolutely. anything they want. But as a woman, do not be afraid to go on multiple dates. And also, though we were saying like we don't do that, if you want to have sex with multiple dates, I know so many guys who have sex with multiple women a week. Yellow hearts. Be, sorry, be but safe. Like, be safe. Be we smart. learn about ourselves from it. Yeah, you totally. learn about yourself. You learn what you like. And why are women not allowed to enjoy things? Sorry. Yeah. Get a hotation going. Hotation. S A T word, everybody. S A T word. I feel like the title of this episode is going to be hotation. Yeah. I hope Issa Rae <laughs> has not 
copyrighted yeah. it. Yeah. So let's shout out, first of all, Spana, where can people follow you? Because they <laughs> want to. Because everyone's going to want to now. Um, I mean, I'm not very good at social media. Y'all, my social media looks like a sorority girls, but it's Savannah underscore Ingle. Um, but yeah. And you're I mean, a company? And I have a company, Palm Creative, and I work fashion, but hit me up anytime and I'll talk to you. I mean, trust me, I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been a dream. And you can find us at 51 First Dates. That's 51 First Dates. And that's on Instagram. Oh, can- no, it's not. It's with a pod. <laughs> oh, fuck. Actually, I don't y'all even know. Y'all gotta get socials. on Instagram. Oh, what are y'all doing? Are y'all not on Instagram? No, we're no, not. we are. But yeah, we're yeah. just like oh, really we bad. We gotta get at y'all out there. Okay, they're gonna get better at Instagram. Savannah's, Savannah's gonna, gonna, gonna PR it. the shit out of them. Yeah, we would love it. <laughs> so you can I'm follow us at Five Ones First Dates Pod. <laughs> On all the things. On Instagram, oh. for your secret Facebook group. It's this, please email us your bad group. dates. We didn't do any of the list, listener submitted ones this week because we had Savannah's epic one, which you knew would be good from in advance. Totally. So email us at 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. Just do all of the things. And also, I'm going to make one impassioned plea. Please rate, subscribe, review. It really, really, really helps us. Like, we've been getting a, a handful of really cool opportunities, people reaching out to us wanting to be guests. We have some really we have fun really and exciting cool stuff coming, coming up, up that we're, like, so excited a, about. A but movie place the, is setting up. I know because we look at the numbers, how people are listening, and how many reviews we have that a lot of you haven't reviewed us. And I get it. I never reviewed podcasts before I had one. But, like, when I tell you it helps, it really, really, really helps. So if you could please take a few minutes, even just if it's a thumbs up emoji in the review and a star rating, it helps us so much. And From like, a publicist perspective, it's very true. Everything and, counts. And like, also, the contest is still happening. We send you on a date. If yes. you do that, and if you already rate, subscribe, reviewed, and screenshotted and emailed it to us, but you tag us in your Instagram story, you're still entered. Well, we're gonna we Venmo are you fifty dollars, but yeah, we're gonna Venmo you. You're gonna go on a date. It's gonna be amazing. On and us, we love you guys. Thanks for being with us. And uh, we love Savannah. We love Savannah. <laughs> Savannah came to Greenpoint and hung we're out. obsessed with Savannah. I love it. I mean, y'all got the little redneck up in here. Oh my god. Well, I think it made us much more fun than we normally <laughs> are. So thank you <laughs> for sure. Maybe the whiskey helped with that. Guys, yeah, I want to post a picture of how <laughs> just how much whiskey we've gone through tonight. And Lovely. honestly, it's impressive. Y'all, we literally went through like an entire maker's bottle. I'm but, not kidding yeah, y'all. It, like it's some empty. proper, I'm proper taking a picture Kentucky right now. bourbon. Lexington. Shout out to my Lexington peeps. Um, Mary Grace Hinkle. Anyway, Sorry. let's do one more cheers for the end. And we, cheers, Kimmy y'all. and I will say, as we always do, go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date. Thank you for listening, and we just want to give a huge shout out to Manny from Five Ohm for recording our voices and putting up with us. And also a big shout out to Anthony, also from Five Ohm, for making us sound really good in post. Check Five Ohm out online at fiveohm.com. And that's spelled F I V E O H M. Ohm.